Hi. Hi. It's the lunch break hot take starring Jose and Brodney. All right. So we're back for episode three. Um, today we're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and discuss, uh, you know, how the season ended. Uh, you know, what, what what state the team is in right now, what they should do in free agency. You know, maybe get into the draft a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll do a, a quick recap how the, how the season ended. Um, obviously, uh, it was a disappointment. You know, went out of the second round technically of the playoffs, but their first game of the playoffs. Um, the Titans, you know, credit to them. They uh, they 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 play well throughout the the playoffs, even in the AFC Championship game where they eventually lost. But um, I just personally don't feel like um, they did anything special to to beat us. I think we beat ourselves. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I got my Ravens goggles on. You know, I'm a I'm a Ravens fan. But if you look at it, I mean, we we didn't run the ball that much. They didn't force us out of run. We just stopped running the ball. You know, you, we threw the we threw the ball over 50 times. Um, that's just not how we play uh, play our offense. And um, we don't have the personnel to run that kind of offense. I don't think it's an indictment on on Lamar Jackson at all. I think it's it's more of an indictment on the coaching staff. You know, yeah, uh, Lamar played a good game. I mean, he he made some mistakes for sure, but overall, he played a good game. He made a lot of plays for them. But like you said, they don't have the the receivers to go out there and try and throw it almost sixty right. times. Um, I also I don't think Tennessee forced them out of the game. I think that Mark Ingram's injury kind of got the coaches out of the mindset of running the ball. You know, they they got down early. Mark Ingram got hurt, and I, I feel like they just didn't trust Gus Edwards to to perform and, and help them get back in the game, and they just put it all on Lamar. Right, and you know, like you said, we we don't have the personnel to run four and five wide receiver sets. Right, that's not the offense that we ran all year long. That's not the type of wide receivers that we have currently. You know, but we went out there and tried to force an offense that, that we just. We just weren't prepared to run. Um, that needs a change, right? So going into this offseason, you know, what are they going to do? Well, well let, let's back up for a minute, right? Um, let, let's go back to that that Mark Ingram injury. Um, I felt like Gus Edwards could have carried the load. We got Gus Edwards, and we also drafted uh, Justice Hill, mm-hmm. right? Um, let them run the ball. I mean, that's why you drafted Justice Hill. That's why Gus Edwards was in the role that he was in, right? right. Um, let them, let them play. Gus Edwards has been running well all year long. He had over 700 yards on the season. Let him play. Yes, did he fumble the ball a couple of times? Okay, sure. You know, it it, it happens, right? Um, but he's there. You gotta trust your guys, right? Right. And I, I think honestly, what really happened is it, it, it just came down to a little bit of panic. Uh, yeah. They had they had a, a blown coverage, led to a long touchdown pass. They were down 14 nothing, And they just said, hey, we got to get it all back right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was, that was still fairly early in the game. They could have stuck with the run, you know, calmed everything down, gotten into their offense, and gotten back in the game, I think, pretty easily. I mean, maybe not easily. I mean, the Titans have a good defense. But, I mean, they could have done it. And instead, they just said, "No, 
we're throwing that out and it's Lamar go make a play. Sure, sure. And like you said, it was too early in the game to panic. So what if you go down 14 nothing in the, in the second quarter? I mean, we're, you know, we weren't playing a high-powered offense. It wasn't like they were going to drop 40 on us, right? So play your game, establish the run, you know, get a touchdown or a field goal or something, and let the defense go out there and, and, and you know, get a couple stops. You know, have some faith in your defense, right? Um it could it could have it could have gone a completely different way if the coaching staff just kind of settled down and 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 didn't just completely abandon the run and try to try to air it out. Now, I'll say this: um, going into next year, you know, I don't know what kind of game plan they're going to try to run. Right? Are they going to look at it and say, "Hey, we had this kind of success running the ball." let's keep it going or we want a more balanced attack you know we want to pass the ball a little bit more but based off of that decision Dow determine what they need to do in the off season right and you know it was a disappointing loss uh but i mean it was a, a fantastic season i i don't think anybody yeah. really expected them to be 14 and 2 you know lamar winning mvp and, and then being in this position right um as far as how they're going to move forward. You know, I don't think that Greg Roman has ever really been the coordinator for an offense that, that actually passed well. Right. Um, but you heard Eric DaCosta say that they, they do want to add wide receivers to, to the roster. You know, they want to upgrade the talent there. So I, I feel like they're going to try to open things up in the pass game a little more for Lamar, get him, you know, a couple playmakers, and, and see where it takes them. I, I don't think they're going to – really kind of double down again on on hey we're, we we run the ball better than anybody i mean it'll still be a big part of the game right, right. but uh i think they're going to either they're going to try and throw the ball downfield a little more sure um i don't have a problem with that um i think the way they ran the ball was effective it could still be effective moving forward you know it's not just a a power run type of offense you know like you have some dynamic players there you know that that's you know Lamar is, is what, what puts it all together but you know it's a weapon that is going to take some time for teams to figure out and I don't think next year is going to be the year that they that they figure it out you know it's, it's just really difficult to defend against that that type of offense you know now what what I would do if that's the case you know if, if they say hey we're still going to use this offense heavily, or this, you know, these run plays a lot. That's going to be our bread and butter. Um, I would say go and get another running back that you trust. Now, I like Gus Edwards, personally. I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I think uh, Justice Hill, you know, shows some potential. But I think it was clear to me that Harbaugh, at least, you know, crunch time, doesn't really trust Gus Edwards. And, right. and Harbaugh has you know, has that tendency to not trust younger players. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he rather have more experienced players. So if that's the case, you know, look in the free agency and get you one of these, these veteran running backs, you know, uh, um, Melvin Gordon is mm-hmm. going to be a free agent. You know, you know, he can play. Right. Um, he's not, he, you know, he's, he's not too old, no. you know, uh, experienced runner, go and get somebody like that. So where you can have Ingram and Gordon, or or Carlos Hyde or, or somebody like that, whoever it is, just get somebody that you trust, 
so you can keep running the ball and you don't have to have a situation where, okay, Ingram pulls something and now we got to completely abandon what we do well. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't matter who you had back there. It could have been Pat Mahomes. It could have been Aaron Rodgers. Right. It could have been Dan Marino. Like, you're not going to win when when you get that one-dimensional. Right. You know, right. They, they really just put the entire thing on Lamar's shoulders. Because, I mean, we're saying almost 60 pass attempts. They called a lot more passes than that. They I did. mean, some, some, of the, some of his 20 rush attempts were on pass plays. That, that's true. So, I mean, they really – they said forget the run altogether. Yeah. You know, this is what we're doing. Um, as far as them, you know, free agency – you know, we got to look at what 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 players they have uh, to re-sign before we can decide what they want to do with the rest of the league's free agents. Yeah. Um, so right now, you know, they've got obviously they they released uh, Tony Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Smith is one of their bigger free agents. Michael Pierce, Matt Judon, obviously the the biggest free agent they have, and then they've they've got some other guys that that we can we can discuss and, and see what they what they need to do. Okay. Now, so first up is going to be Matt Judon. He's the biggest free agent. He's the best edge rusher on the team. Yeah. Some might say the only edge rusher on the team. <laughs> uh, so what, what, what do you feel like they should do with Matt Judon? <sighs> this is a tough one. So personally, I like Matt Judon. Um, he's a player that um, I looked at from, from the time they, they drafted him. Um, looked at, at, at his production in college and thought this this guy could be a lot better than people people think mm-hmm. right um his 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 last year in college was, was his junior year i believe he had 21 sacks right in that year alone and i thought well you know whether it's division two or three it doesn't, it doesn't matter when you have that kind of production it translates on some level mm-hmm. right um and I turned out to be right about him. He's he's turned himself into a very good player. He does a lot of things. He's 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 good in the run game. He he's you know he's he's very efficient in 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 um in pass rushing. But is he is he is he an elite player? Is he is he like that next level type of player? Right? No, he's he's not that. He's a very good player. Um, so it's going to be hard to try to resign him because he's going to want that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um. Yannick is asking for, I believe, around 20, 22, 22. 23 million. Yeah. Right. Uh, same thing with Jadavian Clowney. Now, Yannick doesn't really have the production either, but I think there's a little bit more upside with Yannick. At least people believe that. Well, I mean, he did have a he had a better individual year than uh, than Judon did. He had a 12 and a half sack year in his second season. Yeah. Uh, so Judon's never actually hit double digits, but no. he's been he's been very consistent. Yeah. You know, with with, with his production. Yeah. So. You know, and those, we both know. I mean, sacks alone aren't you know. All they don't tell the whole story. No. Yeah, it's pressures and, and everything. But yeah, uh, Yannick is three years younger, also, which yeah. is is a big factor in in, in free agency. Yeah, and, and Clowney doesn't really have the production in sacks either. But again, you know, you look at his overall body of work, and and he's he he commands that kind of pay. Yeah, he he can. I mean, you you saw him do it last year. He can take over a game without registering any stat right you know and and i mean is that's why he's he's such a fun player to watch you know that's why he's such a valuable player yeah but i i don't think he's going to get out of seattle i i think he wants to stay there and, and obviously i think they want him back mm-hmm. um yannick i don't 
I think Jacksonville should resign him, but they're Jacksonville, so yeah. I mean, who knows what's <laughs> going to go on there? I yeah. think there's a, there's a chance he gets to the market. I think he's going to hit the market, and I think that is somebody that we are going to look at. I, I don't think we're bringing back Judon. Uh, you know, let's let's just cut to the chase. I don't think we're bringing back Judon. Would I like to bring him back? Absolutely. Um, but I think looking at at what's going to be out there, you know, talking about Yannick, um, they'll make a move for him, and if they don't get him, I can see them just saying, okay, you know, we're going to do something similar to what we did last year and just try to get some bargain guys in, in there, maybe draft somebody, you know, um, and we're just going to rely on our secondary. Now, the, we tried it last year. It didn't really go our way early on, mm-hmm. right? Um, we I think I think letting Zadarius Smith go, uh, Suggs was unexpected. They're expecting to bring back Suggs. Right. So once once they you know those guys went out the door, and C.J. Mosley was unexpected as well too. You know that was that was a little too much. We, and we went and just got some 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 bargain basement guys. You know we got Shane Ray, we you know Pernell McPhee, um, and and we did have some some higher draft picks that we were expecting to contribute. You know Tyus Bowser and Tim Williams. Tim Williams didn't work out at all. Right. Tyus Bowser started to turn it around later on. He 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 was a little bit more productive, but still not second round pick, you know, production that you that we, we thought he would he would be. So mm-hmm. that hurt us a little bit. This year, I don't think it's gonna be um as big of, of a concern because we understand our situation a little bit better. We're we're prepared for a little bit more. Right. So we have a stronger secondary now than we did beginning of, of last season because we brought in Marcus Peters. Right? Tavon Young is going to be healthy. You know, so I, I think, you know, a year of playing together and, and, and understanding the defense, you know, we got Earl Thomas now. There's, a, you know, we, we can we can have those guys up in the front, apply more pressure with, you know, with not being as talented, mm-hmm. basically. So I don't think it's as big of a concern to, to get premier edge rushers as it was last year. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um I do think that they should go ahead and franchise Judon, try and trade him. You know, if you can get a third or better, that's better than just letting him walk. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, you know, the third round pick will be higher than what you would get in in, in compensatory pick. Yeah. And honestly, I just don't – I think they should take the money that you would be paying to Judon and sign two other – you know, two or three other edge rushers. I mean, they're not going to be as good. But you'll be able to get guys who can who can produce for you, you know, and, and, and can play in a rotation. And then you got to go in the draft and get somebody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they drafted Jalen Ferguson last year. We'll, we'll see how he looks in year two. Uh, but, you know, you, obviously they believed in him. They, they ta- took him in, what, the third round? Third round. Mm-hmm. So go out and sign a couple of, of, you know, cheaper veterans. You know, don't, like, don't go – as bargain as you did last season, right. you know, with the Shane Ray, go out and get guys who who have proven they can play, and then go in the draft and and, and see if you can have kind of an ensemble uh, pass rush. Yeah, because they they do. I mean, coming into last season, I thought they had the best secondary in the league. Now you know they added Marcus Peters to it. Yeah, you know, so and they're going to be getting Tavon Young back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're going to be even better. But that that brings us to the uh, the other big name that they have going into free agency is Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Smith, I think at this point, is a luxury. 
again, that's somebody that I would like to keep. You know, I love the way he plays, right? He can cover. He can cover your number one wide receiver, and he is very physical, you know, like he tackles. It's not something that you see in most corners, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're not both physical and, and great at covering. But the fact that he's a little bit older, and, yeah, he, he has, you know, an injury issue, man. Like he always gets hurt, and, you know, sometimes you just can't avoid it. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily like to like to label guys injury prone because injury is just it's just a part of the game. But he does get hurt a lot. You, you know, at at this point, I don't even know if if the team expects him to to be healthy for all sixteen games. Well, that's the 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 good thing about Baltimore. An injury to Jimmy Smith not really going to hurt them, right? You know, I mean, he's a, he's a very good corner, and you love to have him there. But he gets hurt. And now your outside corners are Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Well, I think that's so. what's going to be anyway. I think if Jimmy Smith comes back, you know, he's going to have to play that that Brandon Carr role, kind of just rotating around. I think he'll get more rotation, you know, because he's really good. But I don't think he'll necessarily be the starter because Marlon Humphrey playing on the outside played at an all-pro level. Mm-hmm. And then when, when, when Jimmy Smith came back, he played in the slot. He's played well. But he's better on the outside, right? That's when he was he was making all the plays for us when he was on the outside. Tavon Young, before he got hurt, was considered one of the best slot corners in the league, mm-hmm. right? So he's going to play the slot when he comes back. And Marcus Peters was first team All Pro, right, on the outside. So you know we have our outside corners locked up, mm-hmm. right? Jimmy Smith obviously is an outside corner and he plays well. So I think it'll just be a matter of him just rotating in, and that's not a problem. That's 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 good. That that that'll be good, but it's not it's not something that we need. So I you know I think they're playing it right. Eric DaCosta said, "Hey, yes, we want to bring him back, but Jimmy wants to test the market as he should. He needs to make as much money as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. But if if they're not far off on money, I think Jimmy Smith wants to come back and you know retire as a Raven, and that'd be good for us. Yeah, I mean it it would be nice to see him come back, but I think the reality is they're not going to make an offer." that's close to what he'll get in in free agency yeah. just because uh, you know they don't need him necessarily right. you know i mean it's a big loss cuz he's, he's a good player but it's it's not a big loss because they have you know they have all the replacements already they you know like they Humphrey Peters Young you know they have Anthony Averett yep. like Marshall we drafted Emon Marshall. Marshall so i i don't think you know he's a player you'll miss he's been there it was it nine years now? Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately he's going to get a better offer from somebody in free agency than he'll get from Baltimore. Yeah. So, okay. So that covers Jimmy Smith, Matt Judon. Those are two of our, our, our bigger names. Um, a couple other guys are um, Michael Pierce. I think Michael Pierce is, is gone. Good is gone. I, I think he's as good as gone. And he played really well for us. But, um, you know, it, it was never going to be both Michael Pierce and Brandon Williams moving forward. And mm-hmm. I think when Brandon Williams was out that one game against against the Browns, he showed that he was he was the more valuable right. player. Well, and, and this is just uh, the reality of having a unit that good. You know, yeah. the Baltimore's defense has been one of the top defenses for the last couple of years. It means you have a lot of good players. Yeah. And, you know, when, when guys come up on contract, like, you can't keep all of them. You know, they, the core of that defense is, is, you know, in the secondary. That's where they're, they're, they're building around. That's the strength of the defense. Those guys are locked up. 
So when other players come up, it's kind of, you know, yeah, wish you could stay, but, well, we wish you success elsewhere. And, and you know, and they drafted Dillamack last year. He didn't get to play a whole lot. Um, I think, he, did he get hurt at some point? I want to say he got put on IR. But either way, he didn't, he didn't play. So, but that's that's somebody that I think they're trying to groom to take over that spot. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say this about the Ravens, you know. Um, I've had my criticism of how they've drafted over the last last few years. You know, yes, do we have some good players on the team? Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, we have a lot of guys that, that have either been drafted late, late rounds or undrafted, and they, they've, they've worked their ways in, in, into becoming starters. Mm-hmm. But we've wasted a lot of picks. A lot of high picks. A lot of high picks on guys that haven't worked out, right? Kamali Correa. Uh, Bronson Kafusi, not Correa. Yeah, y'all could use Correa right about now. Yeah, well, you know, but he didn't. We got him in the second round. He he didn't work out. You know, uh, uh, Captain Lewis Moore. You know, well, you said Tim Williams. Tim and, Williams. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't want to put Tyus Bowser in that mix, but but I mean, Ty, but yeah, but Tyus Bowser. He's a little bit more productive than some of our other guys that we drafted over over the years. But the fact is, I think this is his last year, and we're not going to resign him. I mean, the, 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 pick. a big part of drafting Tyus Bowser was his versatility, right? Yeah. You know, he, he can play the edge, he can play middle linebacker, he can cover. And Baltimore had a big problem at middle linebacker this year. He didn't solve it. Right. You right. Know, they still had to go outside the organization. You know, they brought in L, uh, not LJ Bynes, they brought in Josh Bynes and LJ Fort yeah, yeah. to man the middle. Yeah. You know, it, where was Tyus? Yeah. Um, that, now, ha- having said all that, the Ravens do tend to do a good job, you know, finding guys, you know, for, for so for when you know we gotta let players go, mm-hmm. they they have somebody to, to 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 fill that that hole, and if, if not, you know, the slack is picked up somewhere else, which is what I think we're seeing now. The secondary is is in my opinion the best secondary in the league, mm-hmm. which makes pass rushing just not as important, right. you know. Like yes, I you know. The Ravens are used to seeing greatness in, in in every aspect of defense, defensive line, linebacker, and secondary. Because at one point we had Haloti Nada on the line, we had Ter- Terrell Suggs rushing, we had Ray Lewis in the middle, and we had Ed Reed in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not normal. Okay, right. that's not the norm. So we were a little bit spoiled with that, but right now we have a very strong secondary. It doesn't matter if we don't necessarily get to the quarterback. Will we like to get more sacks? Yeah. Will we like to force more turnovers? Yeah. But the most important thing is we're not giving up points. Right. Because we have the number one offense in the league. And if we can keep that going, uh, our defense is good enough to keep the other team from scoring more points than us. And that's, right. that's all it really comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at the rest of this list, um, you know, Pernell McPhee, I think we talked about him for a second. I don't know if he's going to come back or not. Uh, again, that's that's a luxury, you know. Yeah, McPhee, I think, is a guy that he'll be on standby. Nobody else is going to sign him. And it, he'll be there after the draft if they say, hey, we didn't, we weren't able to get an edge rusher that we liked. Let's go ahead and try and bring Pernell McPhee back. Yeah. Um, Same thing know. with Peanut. You know, Peanut is a free agent. I think I think he'll probably end up re-signing. I don't, I don't think he's going to get any strong offers. I think I think he'll get a few. I, I I think Peanut's a good player, for in case you don't know, that's Patrick Wentzer. Yeah, I I think he'll get a few offers out there. I don't think 
you know, he's not going to be like Joe Schobert and, and uh, Blake Martinez asking for $10 million plus, obviously. Yeah. So I, I think it would be a good move to bring him back, but we'll see how it goes. I, I, I know he probably was upset with the amount of playing time he got last year. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, everybody wants to win, right? That's a, that's going to be a big thing for everybody. If you stay in Baltimore, you got a really good chance of winning. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to make significantly more money going somewhere else. Right. Now, you mentioned uh, Blake Martinez and, and Joe Schobert, um, which brings us to our next point about, you know, the linebacker position. You know, there's, there's been talk about us drafting linebacker in the first round. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen are two guys that have been brought up. I, I don't think we need to go that route because there are linebackers in free agency that I think will will we'll do just fine, and also the linebackers that we have on the team now, L.J. Ford and 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 Josh Bynes. Um, well, Bynes is a free agent, but I think he'll it's it's almost certain he'll be back. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Uh, I, why not? Because yeah. whether we draft a, a linebacker or we get somebody in free agency, if those guys don't work out, we have those two guys there that we know, you know, can give us a certain level of production. And and you know, I know Peanut wasn't happy with with the lack of playing time he got. But Dallas doing part to just him being out of position too too often early on, and Fort and Bynes coming in and making an immediate impact. I mean, they I mean, the, as soon as they came in, they corrected a lot of mistakes that we were making on defense. Right, right. They are disciplined players. They're not they're not special players. They're not huge playmakers, but they are disciplined players. They they line up where they need to be, and that's all we really need out of the linebacker position right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get more than that, that's great. But Ray Lewis ain't here anymore. C.J. Mosley ain't here anymore. And I know there is some criticism about C.J. Mosley and his coverage skills, but the fact is, he's a he's a top five middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. So we don't we just don't have that, and that's fine. We're making that up, you know, for what we have in the secondary. Um, we just need disciplined players. So I, I I think we're fine there. If we want to upgrade that position, I don't think we do it th- through the draft. Blake Martinez is a good linebacker. Corey Littleton is a good linebacker. Joe mm-hmm. Schobert is a good linebacker. So we have options there. Yeah. I would rather spend my money there than to, than to try to draft a, a middle linebacker. Right, because what you're really saying, if you go and you take a Kenneth Murray or, or a Patrick Queen in the first round, is this is a big issue. Yeah. And if you think it's a big issue, go ahead and spend the money and make sure you solve it. Sure. Also, as far as the draft, I mean, uh, Kenneth Murray, I think, is going to be a good player. You know, same with Patrick Queen. Me too. But if you're Baltimore and, you know, a, a guy who could be a starting wide receiver for you is there, that's more important than drafting your middle linebacker. If a guy who, who you know, if you see someone there who can be an upgrade at center or, or, or guard, guard. Yeah. you know, that's going to be more important than taking Kenneth Murray. If some somehow there's an edge rusher there, who you think is, is is a big upgrade? That's more important than taking Kenneth Murray. Yeah. So I mean, I know it's a popular pick in mock drafts. It may end up happening. I just I don't think that's the right move for them. Yeah. And also, the Ravens, they've shown you they don't really put value at middle linebacker, mm-hmm. right? That's why Mosley isn't here anymore. All right. Now, granted, he, he kind of reset the market for for middle linebackers with what he got paid, but they weren't willing to pay that. Right. right. Um, and they knew they were going to get to a point where they had to pay him. They didn't extend him. They didn't franchise him. They just let him go hit the market and see what he was going to make. And once the market was set, they said, no, we're, we're not interested in, in bringing you back, right? 
because they don't value middle linebacker position that much. So what happens if we draft Kenneth Murray and he could be every bit as good as, as we think he can be, he could be the next Ray Lewis. What happens five years from now when he's going to command somewhere in the twenties? Cause mm-hmm. right now, you know, that position, you know, top player, that's what, what most get 17.5. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So we're talking about in the twenties now, you know, five years from now, are you going to want to pay Kenneth Murray that? Right. And the, the other thing is, you know, the five years from now, are you going to pay him? I mean, that's a, that's a valid concern, but there's another way of looking at it. You know, 14 and two, they got to buy in the playoffs. They were expected to, to at least get to the AFC championship and, and, and go against Mahomes and the chiefs. Yeah. If you think Kenneth Murray gets you over that hump and you win a Super Bowl, sure. doesn't matter what happens five years from now. I agree with that. You know? But I think still, even even with that argument, a uh, wide receiver is going to be more impactful for you. No, I agree. You know, if you just look at this last playoff game that we had, you know, what hurt us was wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Seth Roberts drop what would have been a 75-yard touchdown pass. Oh, let me let me stop you right there. Seth Roberts is also a free agent. Seth Roberts is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, Seth Roberts isn't coming back. Um, no, we, we brought him in, you know, for the situations that he was in in the playoffs, and he literally dropped the ball. Right. The reliable veteran, you know, who, who, who can get open and, and get you first downs, you know, make a play when you need him to make it. He didn't do those things. Right. Right. So going over to the wide receivers, yeah, I believe Seth Roberts is out. And as far as free agents, I'm campaigning hard for us to go after A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. He's not a name that's really linked to us, but he's a free agent. He may or may not get franchised by the Bengals, but if not, that's the guy. Right. That's the guy. I know he was hurt last year. Yes, he's a little bit older, but I think he's still a beast. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. that's exactly what we're looking for. And 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 even if, you know, he's, he's 32, I believe. Yeah. Uh, even if he's 85% of what you know we were used to seeing from AJ Green, that's miles better than I mean no no pun intended, but that's miles better than yeah, than Boykin and, and, and Willie Sneed. You know yeah. you you don't need you don't need a hundred percent of AJ Green for that to be a, a good move. You you really don't you really don't you know we have Hollywood Brown who played the whole year hurt basically and still gave you you know good production. He's mm-hmm. he's going to be a really good player. Yeah. You know, they believe in Miles Boykin, which is good. You know, he's still developing. But A.J. Green is that guy right now. Right. So why not add him? Like, when you have a, a, a an explosive offense, you got to keep adding weapons, right? Don't just sit there and say, well, we have enough. We, we can't do that because the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to do that. Right. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee, they, 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 they already had um, they already had Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. You know, they already had Travis Kelsey. You know, they had Kareem Hunt. They let him go. They got Damian Williams now. Mm-hmm. They went and drafted Miko Harmon. Yeah. Right? That they was brought, after they paid 16 a year for Sammy, for Sammy Watkins. Watkins. Now, Sammy Watkins is probably not going to come back this year. I guarantee you they don't just say, hey, you know what? Well, we got Miko Harmon. We're good. They're going to find somebody to replace Sammy Watkins. Right. You know, because they keep adding to the offense. That's what you have to do, and that's what we have to do. We have to stay aggressive on that side of the ball. So AJ Green, you know, or Mari Cooper, or Stephon, you know, trade for Stephon Diggs, something like that. We have to do that, you know, to stay up there. Yeah, and I, I think that should really be a, a focus of the offseason for Baltimore. Is you got to build 
the offense around Lamar. I mean, obviously they were already a you know top offense in the league, so I'm not saying you know it's bare bones over there. But you know, I'm a Panthers fan. I've been watching what the front office has done for Cam for you know almost a decade now, and it's not much. Right? Yeah. You don't want to be. You don't want to get into a situation where you're you're saying, hey, we're just gonna rely on Lamar. Lamar can run. You know, Lamar will find guys. Lamar will make plays. And, and just let the offense deteriorate. Yeah. You know, go out, sign a wide receiver in free agency, come back and draft a receiver too. It's a really deep class. Don't sit it out like they did the last time. Yeah. You know, when when uh, Odell and, and Watkins and them came in that class, they took C.J. Mosley. Yeah. And they've been they've been struggling at receiver since then. The the class is deep. There's a lot of guys who can make immediate impacts. Yeah. Go get one. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be in the first round, but like I said, you don't want to sit out a class that's this talented. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we we gone over a lot of different options. Obviously, the, you know they can't make all these moves. You know, we have a limited amount of cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are some options that we can we can uh, look at, and it really depends on what happens. You know, during this off season. You know, Marshall Yonda hasn't said whether or not he's coming back. That's a huge. That's, that's going to be a, a big impact on what we do because if he retires, you know, I don't think our interior line is, is as strong as, as people think. Right. Um, we had to we had to find a way to replace Yonda. I know we drafted Ben Powers. I don't think Ben Powers is ready. Bradley Bozeman, I don't think is particularly great. You know, mm-hmm. he played okay. Mascura is is okay. Is an okay center. You know, they they play well as a unit and and, and they play well in in the the scheme that we run, but they're not particularly talented. So we're going to have to address that, you know, whether it's free agency or spending a high draft pick on They're going to need to start drafting anyway because uh, even if Yonda comes back, it's probably his last year. Yeah. Skura, you only have one more guaranteed year. He's a restricted free agent, so, I mean, he'll come back. But are you going to pay him next offseason? Right. You know, who knows? It's going to depend on how he plays this year. Well, you know, and that's going to be tough too, because you know they're already working out a deal with Ronnie Stanley right now. Mm-hmm. So you got to get put some money there. Um, we got to have some money for when um, for when Zeus Brown mm-hmm. becomes a becomes a, a, a free agent. Right. Because you got to take care of your tackles. Yeah. You know. So, do we want to spend up money on Skurra? Probably not. Probably not. Um, and and you know, there's some good uh, interior linemen in this draft. Yeah. Uh, I think in, at the combine. Uh, Nick Harris out of Washington really stood out. I'm not sure what round he's projected to go in right now. Um, I would think probably, probably second by the time we we get around to the to the draft. Yeah, I'm not sure how many interior linemen are projected to go in the first round. So that I mean that's good for us. We don't have to spend a first round pick on somebody necessarily. We can look to those guys you know in the second and third rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for Baltimore, I think they'll have an extra second-round pick. I think they're going to do the franchise and trade with Matt Judon, and I think they'll have a good market for him. I think they'll get a second-round pick there. So if I'm Baltimore, what I'm really looking at, I mean, obviously it depends on who falls to them. I'd be praying for T. Higgins to fall to 28, yeah. and then that would be my first-round pick. But just in general, I would say go ahead and go wide receiver in the first. Right? come back in the second round if you have that extra second round pick you can go interior line and edge rusher yeah you know and 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 really just try to hit 
hit all your areas of need early on in the draft. Because I mean, they're not they're not glaring needs, right. right? So I mean, you know, they're they're a good team. They're going to win games. They have the luxury of just going ahead and saying, "Hey, we're going to take the best player wherever, and, and and add him to the team, fold him in, and see how we develop." So, let me ask you this: If we are, if we do trade Judon, get a second round pick, do you think we should just, you know, hey, we got two second round picks now, and and, and draft some players, or try to package, you know, that pick, maybe like a later pick, and move up in the first round? To get somebody, if I'm them, I'm, I'm just going to take players. Like there, there's, there's nothing better. I mean, you, you always want to get the 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 high end talent. I don't think they'll be able to move high enough to make it worth it. And so just go ahead and take, you know, just use those picks in in what looks like a deep class. Yeah. And and it'll make it even easier to replace some of those guys you're losing in free agency. You know, every, I ask that because every year there's a player that drops, right? Mm-hmm. You know. If it's C.D. Lamb, that's you know, you know, we think it's within striking distance. Do we package some picks to go up and get C.D. Lamb, or there's an edge rusher? You know, we talked about you know there might be you know be a whole edge rusher. Mm-hmm. There's one that's falling that that we like. I think the way it looks right now, I mean, outside of Chase Young, is there is there an edge rusher that's worth trading up for? I don't really think don't so. Know. Yeah. You know, the, the Gross Matos out of Penn State. You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I, I think he looks pretty good. Chase on. But, yeah, Chase on. I, I think Chase on, you know, he looks right now like he, he's probably going to go a little higher. But, I mean, there's a chance that Chase on, uh, Gross Matos, AJ, what is it, Ipenesa? Ipenesa. Uh, Ipenesa. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. But, you know, that they'll all be – there's a chance they'll all be available at 28. And I'm I'm almost certain at least one of them will be, you yeah. know, and I don't think there's enough of a Zach difference. Bond, that name was brought up, right? I I don't think there's enough of a difference in those guys to make you say, hey, I want to move up and get them. True, that's true. You know, that's true. So, well, I think we covered pretty much everything. Um, what do you think the Ravens' record is going to be next year? I know it's early. We haven't had free agency. We haven't had the draft, right? But um. I mean, if they if they add to the, to their wide receiver core, which I think they're going to do, I don't see any reason that they they win fewer than twelve games. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're gonna go fourteen and two again, but that's I, a tough one to predict. Like that, that's always gonna take a little luck. Yeah, but I, I I'll say this: I feel very comfortable with the organization right now. Uh, I think DaCosta has done a very good job from the moment he stepped in. As GM, he's shown that he's aggressive, you know, in the moves that he's making. He's been pretty, he's been pretty uh, upfront and open about what he's trying to do as well, which is, a, is is a little refreshing because you know most of these organizations are always, you know, we gotta keep it airtight. We can't give you any information, or we're gonna give you misinformation. Right. No, DaCosta is telling you now we want to get wide receiver, and they're gonna get a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to resign this guy. You know, like he just goes out and does it. I I like that about him. Yeah. But I I, I think. The, the team is in good hands. Um, I, I'm with you. I don't see them winning any less than 12 games. And, you know, like you said, it's early and it's tough to make record predictions. So yeah. I, I'll say this. I think they're easy picks as the as division champs. That's Absolutely. What I'll say. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the, you look at the rest of that division. 
there's there's not ready. I mean, I mean, I wasn't gonna be disrespectful to uh, the rest of the division, I but am. yeah, they're bad. They're bad. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna be, uh, you know, Roethlisberger is done. I, I don't care what any Pittsburgh uh, fan tells you, he's he's washed. He's beyond watching. I mean, did you see that video that, that he put out the other day? He, he's trying to show that he's back, throwing that little Nerf ball, you know, half court. Like, it's funny. You know what it reminded me of? Because, you know, they, they, it was focused on him, and he didn't show where the ball went or anything like that. I wouldn't that. show it either. It reminded me of that one tweet where the guy takes a picture of himself, like a real close-up of his face. He's like, all my friends are here, too, laughing just out of frame. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't think – I think probably the rest of that throw was, was a little ugly. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to show it. Yeah, I, I think he's he's completely done. Are they going to be competitive? Yeah, because Mike Tomlin is a great coach, mm-hmm. you know, and he can almost get you to a playoff with Duck Hodges and, and, and Mason Rudolph. So, yeah, you know, Roethlisberger for the, the five games he plays, you know, they, maybe maybe they win some games. But I don't I don't see him finishing the season because, you know, not only is, 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 you know, is he getting hurt more now, he's never been a quarterback that stays in shape. I mean, just right. look at him. I, you don't have to lie and tell me, oh, yeah, he has this offseason program. No, I, I have eyes. I can see him. You know, he, he he's not a quarterback that stays in shape. I mean, he, yeah, you don't know how many how many chins that beard is hiding now <laughs> at this point. But, I mean, no, Pittsburgh's a really talented roster outside of that, you know. It is. But I just, you know, they're not going to be as good as Baltimore. They won't, they won't overtake Baltimore for the division. No, I don't think so. Cincinnati, you know, they're, they're starting over. They're probably going to get Joe Burrow. Uh, me and B don't really think Joe Burrow is going to be anything particularly special. Not saying he's going to be bad, but but just, even if he is a special player, I mean they're more than a year away. They are is what they look like right now. Yeah, and the Browns are the Browns, man. They're a mess. That's not going to change <laughs> next year. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, so I think that wraps everything up. We have a, a a Twitter account now. What's the what's the Twitter handle? Uh, that is LBHT Podcast, yep. at LBHT Podcast. Uh, also, if you, you know you have any feedback, you know we've got the LBHT Show at Gmail dot com. You can you can send us an email. Uh, we also just launched the website. Yes, LBHotTake dot com. You know this this episode was all about the Ravens. If you want to read what we think about the the Panthers off season, there's a couple articles up right now. You can hit the website again. That's lbhottake.com. Check out the articles. Leave some comments. All right. So that wraps up this show. We will see you in episode three.